0: Hey DNVR fam, you know that helping out our sponsors helps us out, but you also know by now that it helps you out. And our friends over at Green Mountain Dental know all about helping you out, taking care of you, taking care of your teeth. Very, very important. Get the best smile you can possibly have. Located just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver, they're the best damn family-owned dentist operation in the area. You gotta go and get taken care of with them. You gotta get your cleaning x-ray and exam scheduled today and they will hook you up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. You buy Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNBR20 to get 20% off for new users. DNBR25 to get 25% off for second time users of that CBD infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Kreisman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And joining us for this one is, as not nearly often enough, the director of social media here at DNVR and one of the best baseball fans that we know, Michaela Perkins. What's happening?
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back on. I wish I could come on more because I just never get enough of you.
2: (laughs) It's Return of the Mac. You're back. And I think... Every time Ryan McMahon hits a home run, we should be obligated to also have you on. And Drew, uh, when it happens on Saturdays or Sundays on one of my off days, you, you can go ahead and, and run that show, right? On the, on the Mac Mac day. Right. Okay. okay.
0: You got that. <laughs> uh, especially when you have back to back Mac. You, you go Mac to Mac, mac is basically. Oh, mac and then Jacks, that gives us.
1: Mac Jacks, double Mac. There's so many things we could do with that.
2: <laughs> I've been called cheesy. So is this a Mac and Cheese thing? maybe then we can do this thing
0: boom look at that the mac attack
2: yes that's 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 if you go off really on a rant like you know an aj haefeli style rant boom we're gonna hit you with that that mac attack and anytime you're it on, it's gonna be a Mac attack.
0: It was such it, was, it she was so shocked and inspired by it. It actually froze up her entire internet situation. It this kind of backfired
2: of Mac the Mac attack graphic <laughs> attacked Mac to the point where Mac is gone, and we hope to get Mac back and the graphic to stop attacking. So far, the show is going off
0: without a hitch, I would say.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, other than those other three or four things that have just already happened, right. this is going great. It's, it's, I tell you what, it's, we have to be honest. It's not going as well as the Rockies in spring training so far, especially hey, not after today. That's right. You know, we're
0: going to get into talking about milestones and records to be broken here in just a second, but just quickly, because I know people are excited about it. Austin Gomber with five strikeouts today. He looked great. Mac, you were talking about his curveball. uh you know, actually kind of feeling good. Does it feel good? weird that you're feeling actually good about rocky's baseball at this just exact moment in time just that's nice right
1: Yeah, no, it was super exciting. I'm so happy to see him doing well. His curveball is nasty. Like I was saying, I think that batter had a better chance of closing his eyes and praying than he did (laughs) trying to track that ball. So I'm so excited to watch him play baseball. I already said that I wasn't going to let the Rockies front office steal away my baseball joy. So I'm enjoying this. I'm taking this for what it is. It's a spring training win, but I'll take it
2: i'm looking for i'm looking forward to another left-handed starter in the rotation and what that might do as a boost for Kyle freeland and having a partner that he can talk with and and, and chop it up talk and shop so that's going to be exciting
0: it's just kind of fun to watch him pitch too like right now right isn't it just kind of fun like let's learn about this guy let's find talk about this with certain people but just yeah it, you're you're out there watching him go oh look at that and i'll tell you what that slider's got wicked movement right now he can't he can't put it where he wants to. He's not hitting his spot with that thing. The fastball's got real life on it, though, and he's not afraid to throw it high. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying watching Austin Gomber pitch right now, and that's a pretty cool spot to be in.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I wonder too how much of a chip he has on his shoulder to mm-hmm. be known as something other than the guy we traded for Nolan Arenado. So right. I'm just, I'm watch, I'm ready to watch him play.
2: Yeah. he's he's a shiny new toy, and it, it's a great toy. It's still a really good fun toy to have. And Colt Milker's a fun toy that we're seeing this spring. And it, there's, there's a lot it's, of definite, definite positivity uh, going on in spring.
0: He's not like a PS five, like right now, right? Like I get people <laughs> are upset that they didn't get their PS five for Christmas. It's kind of like getting a PS four for this Christmas, but it's like, if you didn't have the PS three or PS two, like it's still an upgrade over what you had. And that's what Austin Gomber is right now. He's, He's better than what you had, even if he's not the biggest, shiniest new thing. So, yeah, yeah, kind of fun. Uh, kind of fun to watch Brendan Rodgers play baseball right now. Kind of fun to watch Colton Welker swing the bat right now. Uh, a couple of fun young guys showing off the power stroke. Like, the one thing I think people were most worried about, this team wasn't going to be fun. And right now it's like, okay, there's something. There, there's something to latch on to. Uh, what do you think of the the Brendan Rodgers power display so far, Mac?
1: Yeah, I'm in, I, I think, you know, he obviously hasn't right. had as many chances to prove himself. He hasn't obviously had a ton of at-bats in the majors, but, um, you know, I think he's got the, the, sky's the limit for him. So I'm excited to watch him. You know, a lot of people talk about his swing and just the power that he has, his ability to get that bat on the ball. So I'm in, I'm intrigued. I'm, I don't, I didn't think I would feel this way, but like, I'm kind of <laughs> excited. <laughs>
0: i love it i love it the this is what spring training is all about then we'll we'll check back in a week or two or a month or two into the season we'll see where we're all at but um we do have a lot to talk about today on the dfa show again if you're not here subscribing on the youtube you're missing out especially when we do these lives where we do a lot of graphics and and visuals and get into special talk which we're going to do today about milestones and, and records everyone loves stats in the game of baseball and we know the Rockies aren't likely to win a ton of games this year. And so people have asked, I'm sure we've all been asked this question. Why should I watch? Why should I pay attention to this team? What's the point? And for some people, you know, wins, that's all it's going to be. And sorry about that. But if you can look for some other things, there are going to be days on the calendar worth circling because there are going to be some special moments in some individual careers. And you're going to want to be able to say, I saw that. I was there for that. I took part in that. Uh, as a part of the Rockies community. And there's some actually pretty big ones coming up.
2: Yeah, all those games in, in the early 2010s where you, people went out to see Carlos Gonzalez and Troy Tulowitzki that didn't amass and, and didn't amount towards uh, any playoff appearances, you still saw some great baseball. And you were there for history uh, all throughout Carlos Gonzalez's career. And there's there's always been those times where there's there's highlights, there's lowlights. But even in those those lowlights of the Rockies not winning ball games and going to the postseason, there are those players that stand out. And we've we've been covering it here on the DNVR Rockies podcast. The all three of us just the history of this franchise and how many great players have played in Denver. And there's a few on this roster to say the least. And they're about to pass some of the greats in Rockies history and and we're going to highlight those guys today and i'm i'm really excited to to really wrap my head around whether or not these guys can do it are they going to be in the top five top four all time in these different categories it's going to be a cool conversation
1: and regardless of how you feel about the rockies right now if you're even somewhat of a baseball fan getting to witness baseball history is always worth it and it's always something special because. Baseball is America's pastime for a reason. It's been around for hundreds of years. And so when you get to go to the ballpark and say you were a part of that like historic moment, it's, I think it's so cool. I've been fortunate enough to witness some of my own. And so regardless of how you feel about the Rockies, it's still gonna be cool to be a part of something like that. And I hope people here in Colorado will take advantage of that and realize how cool it'll be to be there if you know you get the chance to witness that in person.
0: Right. Absolutely. You got to, you toast. I'll get it in early. I will toast this Breck brew early and often, but to to all of those who have the opportunity to set records out there. um, I was a track runner in high school. And one thing they talk about a lot is personal best, right? One of the things you're not always in track, trying to beat the other people you're running against. You're also trying to make your personal best mark. And there's a lot of that going on out there too. So we toast, Our breck brews i got strawberry sky on this day i still have not gotten mikhail i went to the the liquor store and they were out of the breckenridge Celsius, had none left today is going to be attempt number two but i gotta get some of the peach i gotta get some of that honeydew i hear cherry is a sneaky favorite
2: Mm. yeah
1: and the apple pear actually i liked it more than i thought i've been one of the lucky few to try all of the flavors and I honestly have a hard time picking one of my favorites. The oh. Celsius are elite. You have to try them. If you can get your hands on them, they are so good.
2: You see how seamless she did that, Drew? Yeah. See how seamless the she did sel- Celtsies? The Celsius are natural. elite. It felt it even, natural. <laughs> you could put that on a shirt.
0: It almost—it was almost just the end of an actual commercial. Just the Celsius are elite. Find I also, the Celsius today at Breckenridge Brew. It sounds better coming out your mouth. Now. Yeah, yeah, but I,
1: I, have the advantage of being a young twenty-year-old white girl, so twenty-something-year-old <laughs> white girl. So I think it's a little bit more natural for me than it is for Drew. <laughs>
0: Celsius. She can say Celsius, but she doesn't know who Bruce Springsteen. Is.
1: But oh actually, that's
2: consistent.
1: <laughs> we made it eleven minutes Never. into the show, that's and true. it's already back to Bruce Springsteen. Here we go. Right.
2: We will have do we'll doing gonna, over
1: under. Yeah.
2: When, when Drew, when you were talking about going to the liquor store and then them not having any of the hard seltzers, Kale got the Bruce Springsteen reference And before I could say those seltzers were NWO sold out. He he was
0: right on top <laughs> of it. He couldn't wait to jump in. Oh goodness. Oh, uh, Max gonna stop coming on the show if we keep. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe.
1: you'll be surprised. I have more. I have more at my sleeve. Don't worry. I'll right. supply you with an unlimited amount of things to hold against me. Just give right. me time. We'll,
0: We'll just move on to the next one at that point. Uh, All right. Let's hop in to some of these. Let's, let's start with everybody's favorite with Denver's own, Mm -hmm. with the man people have the easiest time cheering for if you're from here. And that is of course, Kyle Freeland. Uh, You know, he's a little bit further behind in some things, but also further up in others. We'll, we'll break that down. Uh, We know He's had one of the best individual seasons in Colorado Rockies history back in 2018. Uh, but he's also, believe it or not, even though the rest of the time he's been anywhere from really bad and having to get sent down to fine enough. Uh, he's already starting to climb the charts in, in Rockies history.
2: Yeah. 33 career wins. He's about five out of time. uh, tying, uh Chassin for the, for the top 10 and with just nine wins, uh, he'll go ahead and, and tie uh, Pedro Estacio, um, or actually 19 wins away from uh, yeah, right. getting up to Pedro Estacio for sixth all time. So, you know, if he's, if he's on course to kind of repeat that 2018 season, got a way to go, but it's definitely within sights and he'll easily be in the top 10 by the end of the season in career Rockies wins. So that's
0: pretty cool um, getting into, you know, that especially you start projecting further on down the line, if, if he's going to stay around for a while, that he's already at that spot, but getting into the top 10 and matching a guy like Pedro Estacio, basically being within striking distance. Uh, that's a great name in Rocky's history and somebody, you know, Kyle Freeland is well-educated about, and that'll
2: mean something to him. And with two more years of control too, after this season, I mean, he still has an outside shot of topping Jorge de la Rosa at 86. Um, but even Jeff Francis sitting there at, at in third place with 64 career wins, I mean, that's basically 10 wins every season for the next three years. I mean, that's somewhat of a gimme. I feel like so. You know, if he if he just even if he's average, I think he's going to go down as one of the all time greats.
0: Excuse you. I'm not sure if that's agreement or disagreement, but the dog Michela, is excited does, about it. Does Cal
2: Freeland get 19 wins? Do do we Can we go ahead and just pencil him in for nine wins with the odds of something like that? Can we say, hey, if he does get those wins, he'll go ahead and move into sick place. Is that going to be hard for him to do this year?
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure about 19 wins. I think um, in 2018, his best season, he had 17. So, um, you know, 19 would be pushing it a little bit. But I'm so ready to watch Kyle Freeland get back to 2018. I want to watch him do his thing and to deal on out and to return to that picture that we all saw in 2018. You know, he was in the conversation for some Cy Young votes. So I'm just ready to watch him get back to that. And now is the time. So I really hope that he can kind of just return to that, like picture that we all saw in 2018. because there's nothing better than getting to cheer for a player that you, you really want to do well. But on top of that, him being a homegrown kid just kind of like adds to that whole element of his, um, you know, status on the Rockies. So I'm ready for him to kind of get back to that 2018 elite style of pitching. And I think the Rockies are going to need him to be that way this season. So hopefully he can kind of trend in that direction and, um, but I agree though. I think he's going to go down as, you know, one of the all times for Colorado. So,
0: so then you also might be wondering, well, how come there's this big gap? As Patrick said, just a couple of Pasha scene, then it's a bigger jump there to get to Astacio. There's theoretically people he could pass there in that range. The problem is those guys are also still, you know, hopefully for you out there collecting wins for your Colorado Rockies. That's, John Gray and Herman Marquez—they're uh, climbing up the win totals uh, faster and actually have the opportunity to make things really interesting here in terms of the top five in Rockies history.
2: They do, yeah. They're they're not too far away from from all that, and and I think all throughout the season, there—if you're checking the leaderboard—John Gray and Herman Marquez could go and forth in any number of categories and and we'll get to those in in a little bit but yeah those guys are are looking to to get over that 50 win mark um and and kind of match where jason jennings is at all time with his 56 uh 58 career wins excuse me um so you could have two guys this season alone pushing up into the top five two guys um in pitcher wins going up and, uh, and reaching that. And then we got Antonio Cinzatella there. Like, let's not forget, again, when we talk about four of the greatest pitchers in, in franchise history, Antonio Cinzatella is a guy who can move up to ninth place because, again, uh, John Gray and Herman Marquez and Kyle Freeland are already ahead of him in wins anyway. So uh, right. if he goes ahead and moves up, I mean, he could get himself on that cusp of top 10 uh, all-time in franchise wins. And he's another guy who's got still two more years of control, so this is this is probably the height of where we could expect Gray and Marquez is to to match uh, Jason Jennings' total. So a, a lot a lot could change on the Rockies' all time leaderboard here.
1: You know, I've we I've seen a lot of tell us why we should watch the Rockies. What do we have to look forward to? What's any reason to support this team? This is your reason. This is probably one of the best rotations the Rockies have ever put together. And they're going to have some huge moments this season. And I get being upset with the Rockies for everything that's gone down this off season. But if you're looking for anything, any type of reason (laughs) to watch this team, I think this is the, I mean, I I can't think of any other reason, a, a major reason to watch other than this rotation. I mean, can you guys like, they I think they're so underrated, they're undervalued and I think they um want to prove to the people who are watching this team that they, they, this is the reason to watch so right I think I mean I can't think of any other a better reason to watch than this rotation that um, the Rockies have put together. Yeah.
0: One note on this win total so John Gray would again need a really incredible season. he would need 19 wins as we talked about in order to get all the way further to catch Jeff Francis just to catch Jeff Francis for third, 30 need a 20 win season which we haven't seen in Colorado can Ever. I stop talking I was gonna say that's the end of that sentence right I can, I can hear your ellipses uh, I'm, I'm Ever. going to Ubaldo won 19 games so no okay so we've never seen a 20 win season uh, for him to claim third place on his own and as we know John Gray is a pending free agent so marquez is just a few behind he would need a 22 win season to catch francis again almost certainly not going to happen the thing is marquez is likely to be on the roster next year and pass francis for third place with relative ease where john gray you know if he re-signs they will continue their race against each other if he doesn't he's likely to fall a win or two short of jeff francis for third place all time
2: and Marquez, in the deal that he signed at the beginning of the 2019 season, has a lot of team options in it. So on, on paper, they're only guaranteed to pay him for a few more years. But with those options, you know he's going to be around. He'll be around a lot longer, pending trade. Sure, we, we're not going to get into all that business right now. Uh, but he's going to be – he's on the books a little bit longer. Um, then I think even if Gray comes back, he's not going to get a four-year deal. He's probably not even going to get a three-year deal, you know, the way that the pitchers are going. I think Trevor Bauer was the only free agent this offseason to get more than two years. So, again, you know, Marquez definitely has to be at the front of the pack. If you're if you're pitting those two guys against each other, Mar- Marquez is behind Gray, a little bit in career wins, but when all is said and done, Marquez is going to be at the top of a lot of these leaderboards for pitchers.
0: I think that's right. Um Another one of those leaderboards, we've got strikeouts. Um, And and there's a similar story here where John Gray is uh, uh, a little bit further out in front just in terms of collecting strikeouts, having uh, debuted a bit earlier. And he's got Ubaldo Jimenez within his sights to be able to get to that mark of 773, which is how many Ks Ubaldo had for the Rockies. Uh, John Gray with an opportunity to get there. Where's my number at
2: for second all time second and, and again all time.
0: And this is yeah. almost certainly going to happen if he oh, has for sure. a healthy season. Actually, he only needs 81 strikeouts to do this. He averages 192 a season. So John Gray could and probably should move comfortably into second place in
2: Rocky's history in terms of strikeouts. Well, there's well, here's one caveat. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so he very well could be <laughs> traded. That being said, yeah, Michaela, yeah. do you think, even with him being one of those trade candidates, does he get that those 82, 81 to tie, 82 to pass? Would you take the, the over on that? Do you see, at, at some point this year, John Gray being second all-time for Rockies starting pitchers or pitchers at, in general for strikeouts with the Rockies? Does he make that mark?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Um, I don't think that's too far out of the question at all. You know, 2020 obviously was a weird year, but the four, five seasons before that he was like Drew said, he was averaging, um, you know, a pretty decent number. I mean, in 2019, he had 150, 2018 he had 183. So, you know, it's definitely not out of question that he's going to be able to hit that mark. I think he will do it with ease. I would definitely take that over. Um, and, you know, if that does happen again, that is a really cool thing that Rocky fans should be excited about because um, I just think they fail to recognize sometimes the talent that these, these pitchers have and all of these milestones and where they're going to stack up at the end of the day in Rocky's history.
2: And projecting forward a little bit and you say ah, he'll strike out maybe let's say ballpark 160 guys this year so 81 82 that's around at the at the end of june early july well who comes to town in early july the st louis cardinals so does john gray strike out paul goldschmidt i mean that's what uh. we're all thinking when I told the cardinals who are you thinking paul goldschmidt no he could do it against Nolan Arenado. That would be crazy. Nolan. That'd be great. Please put uh, a pin in this. Please put a pin in is this.
0: Fantastic theater. Yeah. We'll I'll come back to this.
2: this. It could happen. It could happen.
0: We will find this video if and when that happens. Uh, and then as we mentioned, Hermen Marquez. Um, you know, right there behind him, though the timeline is likely to be longer. So because he's, you know, this isn't going to happen this year. Him catching Jorge de la Rosa, but he needs 133 to catch Ubaldo. So again, you know, with him and and he could pass Gray with a yeah. great year, and and if Gray is traded, he could pass Gray this year. So Gray could move into second, only to be traded and watch our man Marquez go flying right by him. Yeah. Um. But then when you look at it, he's only. Where is it? 345 strikeouts away from Jorge De La Rosa. This is this is going to happen probably next year, but still, Armen Marquez is on that strikeout train, and he's going to be the strikeout king of the
2: Colorado Rockies. If he ascends to that, you know, 10 years ago, Felix Hernandez level, if he goes to the Justin gun. Verlander side, Max Scherzer, and he very well could, it could be this year. It could happen. I would probably take the under, but if it does happen, again, you heard it here first. This guy could go off 345 strikeouts, maybe only a 5% chance, but you know what? There's a 0% chance I get a single base hit this year in MLB. <laughs> That's it's right. 0.000. That's 000. Right. Put it, Put that little line over the top. It's never ending. It's actually possible for, for Marquez to do that if he really goes off. And maybe most importantly, can stay healthy but if it's not this year it's going to be in 2022
1: yeah yeah i definitely agree i don't i'm not too confident about this year i think this year is asking a lot for that type of performance but for sure um, undoubtedly by 2022 he will be beyond that stat so it's it's, it's weird to think of it's kind of crazy to think about
2: isn't that, isn't that and weird? At, that, that that also means at the end of next year not only would he likely pass ubaldo for first but at once he gets 986, um, to get past not a ball though, excuse me, a uh, Jorge de la Rosa, if he can get uh 294 by then, we're talking a thousand strikeouts too. The first Rockies pitcher to ever get a thousand K's, right? That would also be fantastic,
0: yeah. The it's, it's gonna be some fun, fun stuff coming up for Marquez. All right, this one, the next two are a little nerdier you know we love our advanced statistics <laughs> here and, and it really does help put into perspective especially Rockies pitchers and baseball reference War. uh you can use whichever one you want that's the one we're, we're using for this but um this this I think is a big one because you know you can be taken out of a game or not have to pick up a certain number of innings and th- there's a level of having to be good but also having to be consistent having to go out there a lot and Kyle Freeland and Hermen Marquez are actually in a dead heat tie, straight up tie at exactly 13 B-WAR in their career. Either one, it, it'd take a lot. it take and, but it wouldn't even take like the most elite season like in the National League. It would take their best seasons of a 5.9 baseball reference war to catch Ubaldo Jimenez for number one
2: all time. Already, already. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, Freeland wouldn't even need to repeat 2018. He'd like almost be two thirds as good, and he's getting to that mark. Mm-hmm. And then Marquez, also in 2018, was very good. Was just shy of uh, of five wins above replacement, only at four point four. But like both those guys are within you know reaching distance of that. You know, even if even if they just have a, a slightly above average season. Again, pitching in Colorado, wins above replacement. That This is a weird one, too, him where him. you go, it could happen, but then you have a bad start, and then your, your and then wins then above kills. replacement yeah. goes down. So we, we'd almost have to wait until the end of the year. And also, no one's going to stop a game and go, like, with that strikeout, <laughs> according to fan graphs, Herman Marquez now has. And then, <clears throat> then he gives right. up a double, a run scores, and then his, his war goes down. It goes down. And then he strikes <laughs> at another guy with another similar incident after the double, <laughs> He now breaks the record for the second time. Like, okay, mm-hmm. but it's again, this all these stuff put things in perspective about how great this starting rotation is in the context of Rockies history.
1: Yeah, and like when we did that podcast where we ranked all of the, like the history of the Rockies players in the organization and it was all based on B-War, you know, it kind of made you realize exactly what we're dealing with here because you know if both of these guys are able to make that mark then there's no question there's literally no way that you can argue that they are some of the best pitcher if not the best pitchers the rockies have ever seen so i mean that just that puts things into perspective like if they can get that and they can achieve you know passing all those guys on b war then you can't argue against you know their performance and what they meant to this team
2: and it also signifies, you know, the the potential for when the time comes to the Rockies Hall of Fame, you say, all right, well now these guys are are basically locks at this point going forward, and depending on what they do the rest of their career, depending on the ownership and what have you, you go, we could be looking at, you know, players that, you know, maybe they're the third, fourth, fifth, whatever it is, guys whose number could be retired at some point. Again, Rockies have been a little little chintzy with that, and. frugal i guess maybe i don't know they've only had 17 for helton we know walker is going to be coming eventually uh hopefully they'll reschedule that event that was supposed to go down last year but you know these these marks are really worth something are very valuable and it's it's history in the making right before our eyes
0: a few more pitching ones we've got here um oh yeah my favorite stat (laughs) (laughs) park adjusted era plus uh this one is a little bit wonkier because of like patrick was just saying you know this is a stat where you can improve your career era plus by a lot and then really tank it by a lot if you've you know having a great season or you're having a terrible season um jimenez holds the the franchise market 128 that's going to be tough to catch but Freeland and Marquez are already in third and fourth Mm
2: -hmm.
0: at 119 and 118 respectively. And Freeland only needs to improve his ERA plus for his career by one to tie Chassin for second place. So again, with decent seasons, if these guys are pretty good and they just raise their career numbers, they'll likely move into second and third. And if they have great seasons, have a chance to be right there with Ubaldo Jimenez.
2: Yeah, when I crunched the numbers, and you know, first off, I saw okay, we're looking at 128 ERA plus. Freeland obviously topped that in in 2018. Got close in his rookie season, as well as last year at 123 and 122 ERA plus, respectively. Herman Marquez was there uh, once last year at 140 and then got close 125 in 2018. But I did the numbers, I crunched it, and for Kyle Freeland. He would need to have, if he, if he threw 230 innings this year, which would be a career high by a decent amount. But if he's healthy, goes through with his, you know, 33 starts, let's say, he would need an ERA plus of 149, which again is is really good, but within the realm of reason. That is, it's worse doable. than 2018. It's not even as good as 2018. Right. It's right. less than that. Right. And again, less innings he has the higher his ERA plus would need to be, the better he would need to be. Right. So you to adjust accordingly. And for Hermen Marquez, 230 innings, which I think that is uh, maybe more realistic as far as if we're just yeah. talking about innings, he would need a 156 ERA. So again, we're not even saying that these guys need to be as good as Kyle Freeland was in that historic 2018 season. They mm-hmm. have to be somewhat close to it, but not even as good. Mm-hmm. And it's possible again, You've got the record and from there going forward, they don't need to continue having these, you know, top 10 Cy Young performances. You can just stay around 128, but having already pitched it, you know, in the majors for four plus seasons, you know, again, you, you, you got to bring that average rate up and it's not going to stop the game for it, but it very well could. Happen. I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> Michaela, did, did you think it's got a one
0: twenty nine like, ERA plus now guys? Hold <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you think that, you know, Freeland, maybe Marquez, you would have had the inkling, but would you have ever thought uh, early in, in Freeland Marquez's career? Like you would look at a stat like, like ERA plus and say, Oh, these guys are actually going to best Ubaldo's record. Cause he was the dude, he was the guy that did the things that nobody else could do. And yet, you got two guys in the starting rotation that might be able to do the same thing, if not better.
1: Yeah, no, I never even crossed my mind, to be honest. I mean, even in 2018, when Kyle Phelan was fourth in major league baseball for ERA plus it, I just, I, yeah, I just, it's kind of hard to put those two with, you know, the the significance of Ubaldo and kind of, You know, put like, I don't know. I don't, it's hard for me to describe because, you know, when I think of the pitcher in Rockies history, it's Ubaldo. And so, iconic. Yeah. Like, and so when, you know, you see someone like Kyle put up the fourth best ERA plus in Major League Baseball in 2018, like, it still doesn't really even register to me that, like, this is like something that could lead to something much more significant in the fact of his overall impact in the, the history of the Colorado Rockies. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> I know, it's, right? It's fun. And it's That's why I it's, love it's these cool. numbers. It's cool because yeah, like iconic is is that word with with yeah. Ubaldo. And you go, well, what did he do differently? Well, he you know, he did start the All-Star game, but I don't think people really think about that all that much, to be honest. Like I, I'm someone who's who gets you know totally crazy when it comes to the all-star game. It's the no-hitter. And it's the no-hitter, it's, and it's the whole yeah. first
0: half of that season. Like there was that half general, a season yeah. where he was just ridiculous. Re- but, but, yeah, mm-hmm. the no-hitter is, is definitely
2: the the star on the top of the crystal. For season. sure. And you go, well, Freeland, while, well, again, not a big strikeout pitcher, he had that start right right before the All-Star break in his rookie season in 2017 against the White Sox. You got <laughs> Herman Marquez in 2019 when they were, were 3 in and San Francisco to start out in San Francisco <laughs> yeah. who had it going into the ninth. And you go, man, those guys – When you look at those kind of elements, you go, yeah, you know what? I guess they are up there now. But, again, you you blink and you go, I I wouldn't have anticipated anybody approaching Ubaldo's record. And yet, you've got two guys in the rotation right now doing it this year. Which is
1: also something that I just don't think Rockies fans, like, I I, I don't want to, like, talk bad about Rockies fans, but, like, I don't really think they grasp that concept. Like, that is insane to have two people approaching the guy, the iconic Picture on like the, for the history of the Rockies to have two people now that have performed to the, 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 the way that they have performed has allowed them to reach, you know, those milestones is just like mind blowing to me. I know the Rockies aren't that old of a team, but it's like, there's just, they deserve all the credit in the world for what they've been able to accomplish so far in their careers. And I hope this puts things more into perspective so that fans will realize, you know, it, there's there's things worth cheering for is basically just what I'm trying yeah. to
0: say. And Marquez turned 26 like a week and a half ago, by the way. Another thing worth remembering. One last note on ERA Plus, actually. I just uh, stumbled on this today. Austin Gomber only has 102 innings pitched in his career, but he has a career ERA Plus of 108. So actually, because of the way that stat works, he could jack his ERA Plus up to like 135 <laughs> with just a quality season because there's nothing – <laughs> to work on there we're, so we're gonna put an asterisk
2: next to that yeah. like you have to pitch at least three
0: i was gonna say seasons. give it give us at least right. 300 innings or something but yeah um <laughs> but i know it. i was like hey 108 and john gray at 107 you know could get into the top five ish if he improves that so right interesting Crazy. stuff there Last and you hope he does
2: you hope he does he's gonna be a free agent sure. All right, he pitches well, and then you go, you know what, John, we do want to bring you back for a couple more years, and I think the Rockies would. Or you go, you know what, we're going to trade you to a contender because someone is willing to really overspend and pay for that. Again, it's a win-win. It's a win-win for the organization. Absolutely.
0: Last couple of pitching ones. We've got uh, Marquez moving up the uh, shutout board,
2: potentially. Okay, this one's a little bit cheeky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, a little bit cheeky with this one. Drew,
2: you – Look. <laughs> and me and Michaela are only three shutouts away from tying Ubaldo right. Jimenez's right. Kale is four. I don't know how he sits at negative one right now, but he's within shooting distance <laughs> here. He, he could potentially you're really gonna it. take
0: shots after we made him make a graphic out of the possibility that a guy might throw a shutout.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think Marquez and um I think Marquez has only one, but Jason Jennings and Ubaldo Jimenez, they each have three and you go, yeah, why, why not? Why Why wouldn't Marquez be able to have, you know, two shutouts? Why wouldn't he be able to have three potentially this year? And again, if all things go well and, and Marquez ascends to the level, uh, he basically becomes super Saiyan. If he's able to do that this year, Man, he's just—he's gonna it's the shutouts, the strikeouts, the wins, the whole smithereens. It's gonna be Man. absolutely smithereens to all the the Rockies' records. And of course, and, and Tech
0: Boy moving us on, <laughs> going and also games pitched, almost always held by a reliever. Uh, you got Scott Oberg moving up on Manny Corpus in the games pitched category, uh, and obviously everyone's rooting for Scott Oberg to pitch as many games as is possible.
2: Yeah, that would put him in the top six. Um, he'd he'd move up a bunch there and and again you you blink and you go oh wow when you if you've gone to a Rockies game during a certain period of time you go well there's a good shot you saw Scott Oberg pitch because he's done it a lot (laughs) he's done it a (laughs) lot
0: All right, we'll move into the offensive side of things. But first, we got to take care of a little bit of business. And when you want to take care of a little bit of business, you get on DraftKings Sportsbook app. You place a little bit of money on those teams. You know are going to win. I hear you. I see you on Twitter and in the comments section out there with all your confidence about who's going to win and who's going to strike out X number of people or, or strike out X number of times. Well, it's time to put... Your money where your mouth is with a little bit of DraftKings Sportsbook. Always a little bit more fun when you've got some skin in the game, whether you're betting on baseball, football, basketball, KBO, I and field at times I assume possibly, uh, UFC, whatever it is, it's always fun. And you know, right now they're hooking you up with the underdog special for new users. Everyone here is a Rockies fan. That means you're a fan of underdogs. You're picking some underdogs in the first round of the tournament. That's just what you do there in this time that we call a little bit of March and a little bit of madness. And if you bet, uh, what is it? It's four bucks. They will turn it into 256 bucks. If you can pick an underdog, which is always happening in the tournament. You don't even need to know. It's like filling out a bracket. You don't need to know pick an underdog, Put down a couple of bucks, and if they win, you'll come out of there with $256. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up, and you will turn that $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choice pulls off the upset. That's code DNVR to get that promo only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call one
2: 4700 A lot of people won two hundred fifty six dollars yesterday by picking University of Miami in the ACC tournament. So mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of people with two five six in the three zero three with 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 our pick em, with our pick yesterday Monday Absolutely. Monday we nailed it.
0: Uh, Also, if you want to make sure that you're making all the right decisions when you're making bets on DraftKings Sportsbook or when you're maybe just doing anything in life, you head over to MSU Denver online, get online, take a couple of classes, whether it's a full-time education thing you're trying to do, or just a couple of skills, round it out, get a little better tackle in the world, or just learn about something fun and interesting that you happen to find fun and interesting. Education can take on all different kinds of purposes. And you want to get it at the experts in digital education right now, not the people who are just figuring it out. So head over to msudenver.edu slash online. Earn your degree while working and making money. Uh, they really are absolutely fantastic, really helpful at helping you find uh, you know, work in, in your field. Typically, the teachers work inside of that field. And so uh, I highly, highly recommend to somebody who's taken a few classes there myself, you're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to make yourself a better person. Don't delay. Head to msudenver.edu slash online today. All right. Let's get the sticks. Let's pick up them
2: sticks. All right, so oh. Nolan Arenado currently. How dare you? <laughs> what? Oh, okay, sorry. He's not going to break any records. Is, wait,
0: is he not on the? Is he? Are we not allowed to
2: say his name? We definitely should have a little jar. If, if there we... should
0: be, yeah. Even if you're yep. throwing
2: shade at the Cardinals and stuff, it's like, uh, is it worth it? You know what? Yeah, I'll put a dollar in, yeah, to make this
0: reference. Right? There's. It has to be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrible. All right, games played. Big one here. This is a big deal, man. He's coming up on Carlos Gonzalez's 1,247. Huge. Charles Cobb Blackman could be
2: second second Mr. Rocky? Yes, after Todd Helton. You go, who's come to the plate the most? Charlie Blackman. Like, you talk about going to a Rockies game now. You can almost certainly say, oh, you know that song, Your Love by The Outfield? You know, the song that we all sing. Copyright infringement. You can only sing so many bars.
0: I think you get seven seconds, I've heard, something like that. Kale might know that.
2: So we can get through most of the word tonight. I don't know
0: about the seven seconds, but I do know that that song is in the Rockies intro. And when I tried to use it on a video once, we did get copyright claimed. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew we'd have. I, I I knew we'd have valuable information on this. What song. if we just change the lyrics to "I do not want to lose your love tonight"? Different that's song. A, it's a different. That's a game song. I play to annoy the hell out of my girlfriend
0: all the time. I sing songs without contractions in them.
2: <laughs> oh, that, that's it's almost so like
0: irritating. On, when
2: uh, Sudeikis and Will Forte would do uh, a Bon Jovi co- backwards Bon Jovi cover band. John bovi and they would sing all Bon Jovi lyrics um, oh, no. backwards. And so Michaela, <coughs> Bon Jovi, I was going to say another New Jersey all of these, musician.
1: All of these Bon references. Jovi, John whoa, whoa, Bon Jovi,
2: Bon Jovi. You, have you ever heard of Bon Jovi? Yes,
1: you, of course. My say. dad would murder me if okay. I didn't. All right.
2: What what's his is his first name Bon or is his first name Jovi? <laughs> Which one?
1: Isn't it a band? Good to
2: guess. Yeah. Right. But. Which one would be his first like name? Steely to Dan.
1: I'm gonna go with Bon is his first. Name.
2: Sorry, it's actually John. His last name is John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. I, I had to set you up on that. It's actually I Bon Giovanni, he- but
1: uh, I really only know who that is because of rock band, so
0: that's okay, <laughs> that's acceptable. I'll I'll allow it. Video but,
2: games teach people things. You heard it here. <laughs> Yeah, Charlie Blackman, man, just going up wow. to second all time. I mean, I don't really think there's any way he's going to go ahead and in top Todd Helton. I don't it's, think so. That's almost an impossibility, but yeah, he's right there, and he's close to uh joining a special rank of players uh, with Dante Bichette having 201 home uh, career yeah. home runs Dang. with the Rockies. Very doable. Very doable, and so he's only 22 shy, uh, which he's done in the last four full seasons that he's played so throw 2020 out but he's been able to hit 22 or more so he'd be only the seventh rockies player to hit 200 or more home runs with the rockies again elite elite class right there
0: getting excited about that one mag is that when he passes dante bichette is that i mean that's again right
1: I'm biased because Charlie Blackman's my all-time favorite Rockies. So if Charlie Blackman just breathes air, I'm like, yeah, Charlie. <laughs> um, but no, I love Charlie Blackman. Um, he didn't make it into our S tier based on B war when we ranked all time uh, Rockies players. But I think, you know, especially this season, he has a chance to to move up into that S tier. And um, I, I'm obsessed with Charlie. So anything he does, I'm game for. <laughs>
0: Love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it could be a, a really big season and, and it's, you know, Charlie's going to be one of those things I saw, you know, there was an article somebody shared in the discord recently uh, where somebody said, you know, there's no face of the Colorado Rockies anymore. And I went, look, you can say a lot of things about this team. And if you say nothing but negative things about this team, they could all be correct. But Charlie Blackman's right there. And not only is he the face of
2: this franchise, look at the face. How could you forget that? Beard face? of the franchise. Beard <laughs> of the franchise. Beautiful and hits. man. So we said games, but also too, he's right there with with hits. He's only 52 away. So that he's gonna he's gonna knock that out by May, where he's gonna be second all time behind Todd Hell. So I mean, that's just put puts it all in perspective, you know, the the history of the team and the players on this current roster right now. They're doing some big things.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm just, I don't want to get too overly excited because I'm just worried about that July 31st day. And I'm, I'm scared that if they're doing well, they're, they're signing their death warrant for their Rockies uh, career. But it's fine. We're just not going to worry about that. We're it's not fine. going to put the cart before the horse. It's going to be fine.
2: We well, that, that kind of segues nicely to our next guy because we got to talk about Trevor's story. And he's got those milestones coming up. And it's really about... Is he going to be on the team long enough? So he needs 21 doubles to pass Brad Holt for 10th all time. So that would put him in the top 10. You also have, well, we'll, we'll leave, we'll leave that one alone. Does he get to 21?
1: I think so. I think that's easy for story. He's like, no problem for that one.
2: Unless I think, he gets traded. <laughs> I think I, I think I did the math on that. And I tried to figure out like, you know, on an average season And it was like July 27th is when I projected him, uh, to, to get that, that, that final 21st double that he needed. And you go, is he going to be still on the team? Is he going to be top 10 all time in doubles? Oh, that's close.
0: I also love the pictures that, uh, Cal chose for the, uh, for for story and, and Brad Hopp there, how now perfectly they encapsulate those two guys, different personalities. <laughs> and Hop just looking sort of endlessly perplexed. And and we were all like, How does he keep doing this? We were perplexed by him. And Trevor's story with just the explosion of energy after doing something monstrous and athletic. That Outside awesome. of
2: this podcast, you do not hear Brad Hopp's name enough when <laughs> Rockies fans talk Rockies, and yet when we looked at all the top ten lists, the Hopper. There he was. He was in all of those lists. You kind to love the Hopper.
1: Wait, we did a, a uh, the Denver Sports Podcast the other week, and one of the questions was, "Who is a uh, a player that a true fan of the team should know, past or present?" Mm. And I did drew a favor by saying Tapia for you picked me up there. But uh, but Hop was on my list uh, for past yes. players, and um, I definitely think that's somebody that people should know about if they really know about the the history of the Rockies.
0: You also killed that uh, Hunger Games question. I wasn't gonna be able to do that anywhere near as well as you did. I was so glad you were the Rockies rep on that one because I'd have been like, I don't know, District number something because like i've seen the movies and i i I, I enjoy them or whatever but you were you were so the perfect person to answer that you could i was upset that you didn't get enough support for charlie blackman and brendan rogers in the hunger games that's That's ridiculous
1: patrick if you missed it i picked charlie blackman (laughs) and brendan rogers to be the rockies tribute for the hunger games and i think they would win Great picks. That's why like, like, everyone was like, "Oh, hockey players, because hockey players are big and ah, strong." Hockey, I'm like, "Come on, they're huge targets." Charlie Have you Bennett, seen
2: Charlie Blackman's right? beard? <laughs> right, dude grew up in Georgia. Brendan right. Rogers is from Florida. Florida man, I think okay. they they are the only two guys in this in the city of Denver that could survive a gator roll. Like, because they have before.
0: I'm I'd saying, them that say, and they probably have, <laughs> and yeah. they probably like, have those crazy dog things from the first movie get released, and like Brennan Rogers and Trevor Story are just like wrestling them to the ground. Or, yeah, or blocking. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Bro, Did I say Charlie <laughs> yeah. Blackman?
2: But you meant Charlie Blackman. Charlie I'm Blackman's got, Charlie a, Blackman. got a, he's got a knife I'm in his boot. Insane. He might even have a knife in his cleat. I'm saying, just in case, you know, those feral cats that run out on the field. Well, all right. That, that took a dark turn. He's
1: got but. knife skills. He's got gun skills. He's got bow skills. That man can hunt. He uh, can do, shoot anything that moves. I the don't. Dentist
0: uh, was working in my mouth, and I was listening. I was like,
1: "No, she's making a great point." <laughs> I don't want to go too far down uh, this road, but Charlie Blackman would absolutely win if he was in the Hunger Games. I do
0: love that. All right, a uh, few more here, or one—I guess one last one for the Rockies, and then we've got a couple of non-Rockies ones, right? Unless I missed any.
2: Yeah, so you know Trevor Story right now, uh, he sits at 17.1 at bats uh, per home run. So every 17 at bats, basically, he goes ding dong Johnson. That's fourth. Dude is already. If you're talking about a prolific home run hitter, you are talking Trevor Story. Like that's to put that in perspective, right? You got Andres yeah, Calaragas right. first, then Ellis Burks and Larry Walker are ahead of him, and Vinny Castilla is a little bit behind and the current third baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals is behind I mean. Nolan Gorman. I gotta save. I gotta save uh, a couple bucks here and there. So, so is ahead of all those guys. So again, had to go and crunch the numbers. And for Trevor Story to go ahead and increase uh, to the point in which he can top Larry Walker for second all time in a normal 600 uh, at bat season, he would need to hit 50 home runs.
0: Oh, that's a lot.
2: <laughs> that is a lot. And if and if him for him to get ahead of Galaraga, he'd have to hit 54. But again, the dude wants to go 40-40. I mean, he wants to go 30-30, but you set your goal on 40-40. There was a time 30-30.
0: I'm sure there are times in his career he's been on a 50 home run pace for exactly, like two months, right? right? Yeah.
2: And so. actually I hadn't calculated he gets traded at the deadline less at bats but more homer run- like if he's got 30 he home to runs- the yankees
0: so he hits the 67 home runs no don't <laughs> drew,
2: we can't that. count that we can't count that towards the Rockies. <laughs> we're just talking about the Rockies. oh that doesn't they keep- do it purple no we can't count oh thank you Cal. that's
1: what he gets that's what he, he got
2: gets. booted from his own show kick him
1: that's off that's the
2: kind of comment that i would make i think maybe drew was no.
1: mocking
2: <laughs> not even- his voice was he doing a patrick voice when he said oh. he gets traded to the English,
1: I think Don't he might even pull a little bit of an accent. Guys, we can't talk about this. We cannot manifest it. We can't even put it out into the universe, it's okay? It's like Candyman.
2: Drew, I said it once. Drew said it once. Uh, if, Michaela, if you say it will unlock this vortex in which I'm not, a I'm certain not. shortstop will play on a certain team in New York again, because it already happened once. We uh, see you.
1: Nope, it's not happening.
2: I think – I think we just
0: broke a milestone in record here on the show. I believe that's the first time I've ever been booted from my own. It is. <laughs> and rightfully so. I deserved that one. <laughs>
2: great. Great job. Um, well, there's, there, yeah. And there's. Oh, go ahead, Drew. I was going to say, get us to these next ones. Well, yeah. You know, out, outside of the Rockies, which that's all who we're going to be focused on, there's some other milestones coming up just in Major League Baseball in general that are really fantastic. Miguel Cabrera. Uh, He's 134 hits away from 3,000, 13 home runs away from 500. And again, those milestones could line up where hit number 3,000 is a home run. Now, believe it or not, three players of the 31 that have 3,000 hits hit a home run for their 3,000th hit. I was shocked by the first one. I knew Jeter had done it in 2011. Uh, knew A. Rod had done it in 2015, but the other guy who did it was also a Yankee, or I should say, a former Yankee. It was Wade Boggs. Hmm. He wasn't a very big home run hitter. In fact, he only hit 118 in his career. And in fact, good fun fact. Again, every week we got to give you a fun fact that you can take to a water cooler and sound like you're really smart. A, final- a water cooler. A wooder. heard it. A water. Thank you, Michaela, for pr- pronouncing it properly. Well, when you, you go to the water cooler, and uh, you can say Wade Boggs. The final home run he hit in his career. He had 118 home runs. <laughs> and the final home run he hit was his 3,000th. How about that? His final home run was number
0: That's two. incredible.
2: Wow. Right? That's pretty, cool. That's pretty dope. Pujols, his wife said he was going to retire. Not really. He's, <laughs> he's, he's he's sitting at the top of, all, a, of the, all of the lists already.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, he's broken all the records. What does he have? Look, he's got Don Baylor in his sights. I love this one. I love it. This is so great. Yeah.
2: He's actually tied right now with Don Baylor and sacrifice flies, and with a decent season, he actually could uh, have have the all time record. It's not one of those records that you know you care that much about. Like he also is hitting the most double plays out of anyone. He's approaching four hundred. He's gonna be the first player that ever hit in four in hundred double plays. But just I, I, I just love that. that.
0: They they should stop the game for that. Do a little graphic.
2: <laughs> He's tied with Don Baylor. I'm like, that's a good a good record to uh, kind of mention. We're just, this is the the appropriate podcast for that.
0: That's fantastic.
2: I love and, that. And Michaela, and, and for our final one, Michaela, I got one of you boys. And Drew, I just got something I think you're going to like. Zach mm-hmm. Greinke, the 1010 Club. Take a guess. I ain't going to tell and, you just yet. So
0: we got Bob Gibson.
2: What is the 1010 Club? Because Zach Greinke talked about it. He said, I've known about it for a while. I almost did it two years ago, but it didn't come to fruition. Okay. What is the 10-10 club? Now, while you're thinking about that, Bob Gibson is the only other player from the modern era to have done this. Cy Young did it. Walter Johnson and some third guy I had never freaking heard of in my life had done it. But in the modern (laughs) era, only Bob Gibson is a pitcher that has reached the 10-10 club. What's the 10-10 club? And, Kale, you could get in on this.
1: I think it's based on Greinke's love of hitting. It's 10 home (gasps) runs and 10 stolen bases.
2: Oh, right out the box. Did she? That's it? She got it.
1: Was I right? Yeah, you are 100%.
2: Right now, he's at 10 home runs and nine stolen bases. He actually had an attempt a couple years ago. And he was caught stealing, and he was the only one at the ballpark that knew. He said, I want to be in the 10 I knew you'd love that, Drew. He oh, wants I to be in the ten ten 10 club. Here's the worst part. He plays in the American League. Yep. And I've this season one. might be his last chance because if you have the DH in the yep. NL, we will never have another pitcher ever get to the 1010 club.
1: Yeah, he was crushed when he got traded ah. to the Astros purely because of the fact that they're in the American League and he I honestly think he likes to hit more than he likes to pitch. You're right. So oh, man. I'm yeah. going to be heartbroken for him if he doesn't get that 1010 club membership. I honestly think he cares <laughs> more about joining the 1010 club than he does about like a no-hitter. Like he genuinely Agreed. loves hitting that much. So, it's going to be so sad for him if just because uh, he's in the American League and they make the horrible decision to make a universal DH the season after that, he's <laughs> going to be so sad. <laughs> we gave you
2: about 30 reasons of why every Rockies game is going to be important for one reason or another. We believe it or not, and Drew, you might not like this, but again, positive spin, we we did give you one reason why to watch the Houston Astros this season. When they play an NL yeah, team, see gets its own base. I do have a granky exception, as I've sometimes <laughs> alluded true.
0: to. granky is, is just one of my favorite people in all of Major League Baseball. I, I really do enjoy everything about him, yeah. his story, his style, his mm-hmm. approach, the way he thinks about the game, uh, everything that he's ac- accomplished, this that he loves to hit, that That's he that great. he cares about stealing a base. Like I absolutely love this. And you reminded me of a bonus one I get to throw out here at the end that I hadn't thought of. Until just right now, something that could happen right now this season for your Colorado Rockies, they could be the last ever silver slugger at pitcher for Hermen Marquez. Hermen Marquez has an opportunity to win the last ever National League silver slugger from the pitcher spot.
2: I do like that. Also something he cares about, yeah. Oh, so, for sure we we haven't gotten we haven't uh, spoken to Austin Gomber about his thoughts on being hitting um, a, a hitting pitcher. Derek Rodriguez is, is he's he's okay, but you're right. That would be that would be historic until until you, love that.
0: you just did the Granky thing. I hadn't thought about that. And just talking about the the universal DH, I go, yep, Marquez has one more opportunity to get a silver slugger, and he could literally be the last person in the National League ever in the history of baseball ever to win a silver slugger as a pitcher.
2: And he'd also be, again, if my memory is 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 wrong, might be the first person to win the last award that was wiped away. There's no other awards that I can think of that right. they said, you know what, we're not going to give this award out. Right? Because they, they can't now. They, they keep can't giving more silver awards. Award. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, now, yeah. now you're going to give um, a silver slugger award to the DH in the NL. And now – Pitchers can no longer win yeah. silver slugger. That's never happened in the history of baseball. I hadn't thought of it until you put that out there. There's never yeah. been an, a, another award. They they essentially just said, no, we, we're not going to give good. it because we can't give it because this <laughs> thing doesn't it's exist. Good. What? Does not, yeah. There's always going to be rookies. There's always going to be a top pitcher. There's always going to be a, a most valuable player. But this will be the, the, the first and only time they just X an award off the board and oh. one of your boys can do it in Herman Marquez. Ooh.
1: Pitchers are athletes.
0: Well, let's not go too
2: far. Uh, Dale, let's boot her. Come on, let's boot her. Let's boot it. Dale, don't
1: you dare! She's
2: so I nice. was behind
0: the screen, but uh, my face went.
2: Ooh, that was close. You almost got ejected. Oh
0: uh, no! Pitchers no, are athletes. She's mostly right. Oh, she said
2: it <laughs> again. <so>. Uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she doubled down. Uh, right. Uh, you had uh, a warning, and you were given a warning, and then you know what? If you want to push the limit, Kale is the boss. So, Right. Uh, well, as you can see, <laughs> we're going to keep having
0: fun here. This was a lot of fun, and there's fun to come up this season for Marquez and Gray and Freeland. Sanzatello right behind him, apparently Austin Gomber in terms of ERA plus. You got Charlie Blackman set to do some big, big things if story's gonna hang around or not. He's still moving up those charts. And then a few other things around baseball. It's always fun. This is one of the great things about the game when you've got 150-year history and you can celebrate things that are a rarity over 162 games. So we'll be here almost every day for it. Make sure you're following on YouTube. you got to be on the YouTube for these. If you weren't today, you missed out on a lot of great work from Tech Boy, Kel Sorwell behind the scenes, and all of the stats here, all the graphics, all the video that's going to be coming your way. You're missing out on all that. And also our bright, shining, smiley faces, for the most part, uh, <laughs> except for when the team does ridiculous things uh you've got to make sure you're following everybody on social media at patrick d Lyons, at drew Creisman, at michaela e perkins at kale sorbo at dnvr underscore rockies i think that's all of them at this point subscribe to the dnvr.com so you get all that written content plus discounts on hat shirts masks a bigger beer when you come down to the dnvr bar and you get to hang out with us in our private discord channel talking about anything and everything under the sun including baseball 24 7 but also movies tv pro wrestling cooking whatever you're into we want to hear about it we want to know about it get on the what's that on the social media what are you showing us
1: the discord
0: (laughs) oh oh yeah that's that's right Ooh, that's a a brief look inside yeah so those of you that aren't subscribers got to take a screenshot, (laughs) but subscribe. It's fun. Come hang out because being a part of the community really does just make it that much better. People are meeting friends. People have gotten married by meeting each other in this community. It's really fantastic, man. We love each and every one of you out there. We couldn't do this without you. So just keep being absolutely awesome. We'll keep being absolutely Patrick Lyons, Michaela Perkins, Drew Kreisman, and Gail Sorbo. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark. The thing's broken again.